Hey everybody, this is Leon Luz. And I'm Belle Noel, and we're from the WELF Podcast. We're working really hard up at the North Pole, but we just wanted to wish everyone a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. You're listening to the Christmas Stocking Podcast with our buddy Lee Cameron. Hi, Lee! Hi, Lee! Hi! It's good to hear from you. Folks seem to love the odd episodes lately, so when I heard about the peppermint pigs of upstate New York, I thought, there's an episode there. I think I was thinking right. If you haven't heard of the peppermint pig, don't feel bad, I hadn't either. And unless you live near Saratoga Springs, New York, a small city north of Albany famous for its horse race track, I don't think you should be expected to. I think I went with my parents once or twice to Saratoga. It's a resort town, and they have a candy store that makes its own candy. At this time of year, they make peppermint pigs. They're hard candy shaped like a pig, and Saratoga Sweets sells them with little metal hammers to bust them with at Christmas. The sweet swine have more sugar and less corn syrup than most hard candies, which helps make them shiny and brittle, like glass. There are three sizes, from three ounces and three and a half inches long, to one pound and six inches long. In a way, it's like piñatas. Family members often take turns trying to break up the peppermint porcine confection, although there's nothing in there. They are really popular. The store gets thousands of orders. This year, over a hundred thousand. Remember a few episodes ago I talked about Christmas in Denmark? I mentioned a marzipan pig that's the gift if you find the whole almond in the rice pudding at dessert. Well, Mike Fitzgerald, the owner of the store, thinks the peppermint pig might come from the marzipan pigs, which are good luck symbols. The peppermint pigs are too, to some folks. The marzipan pigs were actually made all over Northern Europe. Mike thinks maybe chefs at the old resorts in the late 1800s had trouble making marzipan. Maybe they couldn't get the ingredients so they tried peppermint. Apparently, back in the day, the pig would be wrapped in a napkin, put on the table, and whacked with the knife sharpener. You know, the steel rod you'd rub the knife on back and forth? So everyone could share the goodness. But as many things do, the pigs went out of style in the early 20th century. Maybe because the town lost all of the candy makers. Here's how they came back. The Historical Society in Saratoga Springs asked Mike to make some back in 1988, the year he opened the store. So he borrowed some candy molds, got the original recipe, and made about a hundred pigs in time for Christmas Eve day. Word had gotten around about the pigs, and a line formed before the store opened that day waiting for them. The store didn't have enough. But folks were so happy to see that the pigs were back, they didn't really complain. Now Saratoga Sweets gets going in the fall so they can start delivering by Columbus Day. Production has grown so much that the pink peppermint pigs are sold all over Saratoga Springs and upstate New York, and you can order them online and through catalogs. I'll have a link in the show notes. Hey, just in case you hadn't noticed, it's Christmas time again. These are the small town poets in the Christmas stocking. Soft December snow, Mackin call on the radio, a boy of 17. On his way back from town Tonight we raise a glass To Christmas present and Christmas past And prayers that this will last Till it comes back around well, I've been wrapping up a few Christmas Eve to-dos Window shopping Main Street Freezing alive To ring that dinner bell Till I turn my headlights down That long snowy drive 
try Pick up the telephone Cause I know that number's home I can't lie But it was gonna be a surprise There's the title track of the Small Town Poets' new album in 2014, Christmas Time Again, in the Christmas Stocking. Find out how to get the album at mychristmasstocking.net. Go there to check out the new Zazzle store, too. Lots of merchandise with the Christmas Stocking logo. Anything you buy on Zazzle when you start at mychristmasstocking.net, whether it's my stuff or not, helps the show. Also, start your Amazon shopping there to help the Christmas Stocking. People have been doing that this month, and it's really helping. Of course, you can find The Christmas Stocking on Facebook, facebook.com slash christmasstocking. Hello, Eduardo in Texas. Michael in my old stomping grounds of Connecticut. Maria in New Jersey. Thank you for sharing posts about the show with your Facebook friends. That really helps spread the word a lot. If you're a fan of Google+, just click the Google Plus link at mychristmasstocking.net and you'll find it. Hello, Colleen. Hi, Julie in California. Hi, Jerry in New York. They all have me in circles on Google+. And if you're on Twitter, make sure you're following the Christmas stocking. I have Christmas news and Christmas stocking show news all year long. I try not to be too obnoxious. It's not like you have Christmas all the time in your feed. But, you know, every once in a while. And then it ramps up as we get closer to Christmas. Hello at Jerry underscore Hamill. Lynn in Maryland at Lonnie Lynn 910. And the Dartmoor Christmas tree at Tree Dartmoor. Thank you for all the support and the retweets. That also helps really spread the word. 
And you can always call me, 323-487-1225, or click call me at mychristmasstocking.net. You can wish somebody Merry Christmas, share your favorite Christmas memory, whatever you'd like to do. If you do it very quickly after I've released this, there's still a chance you could get on the final episode before Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. You can also write to me there, or just use Top Elf at mychristmasstocking.net. Love to hear from you. I'm Lee Cameron. It is getting really close. Really, really close. I guess I should shop. Next time in the Christmas stocking, I'll tell you a story by Leo Tolstoy. Sure, it's a Christmas story. It's a really good one, too.